Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right, welcome back, everyone, to another edition of Man Bites Pod. So uh, it's my week this week, and I am choosing Willie's Wonderland. Just came out last year, 2021, starring Nicolas Cage. I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say about this shit. How are you oh, doing, though? I'm doing great. I'm doing really good this evening. I had a rough uh, little bit of an afternoon, but I'm. this is my favorite thing to do, and I loved this goddamn movie absolutely adored this movie so i'm excited to talk about it right on how about you baron yeah i'm good i'm good had a marvelous uh halloween weekend working like a madman but doing what i love doing i'm a bit worn out to be perfectly honest but like the commando i absolutely love doing this and keen to talk about this film definitely it was a uh, it's an interesting one yes nicholas cage yeah <laughs> he's unique he's a unique individual I love it, man. Well, then let's get right into this then. I already mentioned that fucking Nicolas Cage is starring in this shit. Not many other big names in this. You know, uh, we got the screenplay by this Geo Parsons, and it's directed by Kevin Lewis, all right? Um, Geo Parsons was like a Broadway director and had some written some, uh, some scripts or some plays and stuff like that, and he was in L.A. trying to shop things, these movies, ideas around. He finally gets Kevin Lewis to come on board and to say that he'll direct this thing. And they take a couple of years finding who they're going to go with. And Nicolas Cage gets a hold of it. And, of course, they're going to take Nicolas Cage. So let's uh, start off with a little bit of this plot here. Nicolas Cage is coming down the highway. He's all looking like a badass with the sunglasses on. He's in this fancy brand-new Camaro. I don't really endorse this car. I wish they would have gone with a classic car in this shit. But whatever. Yeah, but it's weird. It, it kind of bums me out that the illest car in this movie belongs to uh, what's his name, Tex, the fucking guy that owns the fucking Willie's Wonderland. Oh, the Tex Maccabee. Yeah, Maccabee. Tex Maccabee. That Cadillac's ill as fuck, man. I'm not having them fucking stupid horns. I never understood that shit. But that car's dope as fuck, man. That's a, that's a nice Cadillac. Yeah, it is a nice Cadillac. Much cooler than the fucking Camaro, but. Nick Cage is driving down the highway with it in this thing, hauling ass, and he hits some fucking road spikes. And these road spikes take out all four of his motherfucking tires. So he's just sitting there, not saying anything. Doesn't say much in this movie at all. But he takes back a cold bang soda pop that he pops open. And uh, he's waiting, and along comes this tow truck driver. Tow truck driver takes him into town, says, hey, I can't get your uh, things. It's going to take me a day. We're cash only. We don't got no ATMs. This ain't going to work out for you. I got a buddy. My buddy, Tex McAdoo. He will hire you for one night for you to clean up his restaurant, and then it's all cut and dry. 
Nicolas Cage agrees to this entire charade without saying a goddamn word, just with a raising of the eyebrow, right? So then we meet Tex McAdoo, and he takes him to Willie's Wonderland, a place Chuck E. Cheese-esque. Let's say that. You know, kids running around. They got uh, animatronic animals, birthday parties, all this shit. But back in 96, as the story goes, this place got shut down because it was run by a bunch of serial killers that were killing kids. And when it gets shut down, all these fucking people transfer their souls into these anamorphic fucking animatronic animals. The whole set set of them. We're we're gonna get into it. So Nick Cage. Quick question. Sorry, quick question. But, uh, bang soda, is that real? Well, no. bang, there's a bang energy drink out. Okay. Um, I feel like it was called like punch actually oh, it's called okay. punch yeah. it's called For punch sure, soda man. and no it is not as a matter of fact um I'm, i'll just say right now my main complaint about this film is terry was good er, the, the reverend is gonna back me on this no doubt um even though it's not blood that we see it's mostly what mechanical grease and things like that yeah it's fucking digital and it makes me nuts the other thing the other thing that bothers me is that the labels on those sodas look like fucking trash. It looks like a fucking 13 year old printing them up on their printer for a high school play. I don't yeah. know why the budget stopped there. It's really weird to me. Um, it's not intensely important, but I thought it was really strange that they were just like, ah, that's fine. I feel like they made it shitty to make sure that everyone knew that they were not endorsing any product. Like there's no possible way that that could have been an actual company, you know? I mean, well, there is plenty of PPP in this though. Yeah. We can get into that later. We will. And uh, so the janitor, Nick Cage, he, he hears the whole story, fucking puts on the, work shirt he's got to take his breaks tex is very specific that he has to take these breaks starts cleaning the place scrubs the whole thing down the animatronics are kind of moving and stuff we get a little bit of a side story action of Liv, the young girl that he makes eye contact with outside of the tow truck as he's coming into town she has a whole plot that she needs to burn this fucking place to the ground right um she gets caught by the sheriff Sheriff fucking locks her away until her dumbass friends come and save her ass, and then they're going to all go in and burn this place to the ground. Uh, by this point, Nick Cage fights his first enemy. So this is the ostrich, right? Yeah, Ozzy Ostrich. Because we got a whole bunch of characters all led up by Willie Weasel. We got Artie Alligator, Cammy Chameleon, Ozzy Ostrich, Nighty Knight, Tito the Turtle, and Gus the Gorilla, and Siren Sarah. So he, there, there's a lot of mascots. This is a big band. They got like fucking full on band. Um, I, I would like to know this. This is obviously can't be an ongoing segment, but I would like to know what everybody's favorite animatronic is from this, from this fucking particular crew. You want to do it now? Yeah, just real quick. Let me know. Well, who's your favorite animatronic from this, from this group of, of goons? I think I'm going with the weasel, man, honestly. I mean, that's hard to debate. I'm going Gus the Gorilla. 
The gorilla is um, pretty dope. <laughs> the yeah. gorilla is pretty dope. Yeah. And like, I mean, you know, I had fuck Gus the gorilla is the most fucking punk rock and like skinhead type of of all of them. So like, I gotta go Gus the gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like the, he's the hardcore kid of all of all of the fucking of all the animatronics. <laughs> he's he's the gorilla biscuits motherfucker. <laughs> um. Hmm. I do like uh, the, what's the word, the kineticness, the movability, the speed, the quickness of the fairy, the evil fairy. The siren. Uh, yeah. The siren, was it? Sarah the yeah, siren, she is. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the one that I actually like is the one who does a heel turn, pretends to be a baby face at the, um, that yeah. real weird looking face, real, no. most surreal, strange one of them. But what's that who, one again? There, I don't remember her name. I remember everyone's name except for her. Well, who was that? It's Siren Sarah. Siren Sarah's the pixie one. Yeah. Who's the one oh, that goes, uh, I've got a weird Cammy face Chameleon. and they make fun of me? Yes. What was that, Reverend? Cammy Chameleon. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because it's the most unnerving out of them all. She was the most unnerving and strange, yeah. Yeah, because the rest of them are kind of campy and goofy, and you see the whole deal. That one actually kind of fools you a little bit, and little bit, uh, yeah. and it's a good gimmick. Plus, she's the most off-putting to look at out of all yes. of them. Yes, yeah, she definitely. got those those reptile eyes, for sure. Yes, I can imagine a uh, serial killer pedophile being transformed or transferred into such a thing. Absolutely. Yeah. No doubt. So Liv and company fucking show up on scene like the goddamn mystery machine. And they decide that they're going to burn this place out. But she's like, hey, I got to get this janitor out. He can't just burn alive. He didn't do nothing wrong. He's just some smuck that got his tires popped. They're like, well, we're not going in. She goes in by herself. All right. So she goes in. She tries to track him down. Nick Cage is already killed off another fucking he he fights the gorilla next which is my favorite bit of violence in this entire movie is that fucking urinal head stomp you know that's oh that's mine too oh 100 the curb stomp of gus the gorilla yeah, yeah that's too. mine too mine too uh, <laughs> i for the first time I, i'm gonna take this opportunity since we're already doing this i did write a runner-up would anyone care to guess what my runner-up is the know, cleaving in twain. The, the, uh, it's the cop getting cut in fucking half. Yes, that's and my runner up too. <laughs> I'm all about it. That's nice, my runner up too. Because so effects wise, that was the most effective moment. I think that that one moment made me really yeah. go, whoa, that is brutal. Yeah. I am, A, I am fucking stoked that all three of us loved this particular moment because I feel like it was particularly just kind of put at the beginning as a throwaway moment. But it's it really what it is, that's the ace of spades in the Motorhead catalog, where they're like, that's a throwaway song, it's whatever. But it's the illest shit in the whole fucking movie. <laughs> For sure, man. I love it. But uh, so Nick Cage is taking these people out, these fucking animatronics out. 
Liv finally manages to meet up with the janitor and he like completely ignores her while he's, she's getting her ass kicked so he can go play pinball. Her jackass friends try to break in through the top of the roof and fall directly through the roof. And now it's just a melee of them all attacking each other. But at some point, the teenage couple has to go have sex in the super happy fun time room where they get fucking mauled too. Um, and you know nick cage just continues to kick some ass going through all eight of these fucking killers by this point the sheriff of the town is on her way coming down to try to fucking stop this shit you know uh she reiterates the whole story of now that the animatronics are demons that they have to sacrifice wanderers and drifters that come through town to keep willie the weasel fucking satanic murders at a bay so yeah um it's it's i mean like i mean like nicholas cage does extremely well but you've got to remember he has to take a break his scheduled break to play pinball and some kids get taken out because nicholas cage must take his break to play pinball you know yeah it's not exactly a heroic journey Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's still a pretty, he's, a, I mean, he is one of the most antisocial um, protagonists you've, you've ever seen. Yeah. And I, that was obviously done on purpose. He has no speaking lines. Um, mm-hmm. But also, it's, I don't think that it's that, I, I, the thing about him that interests me is that the whole time I'm waiting to find out what's the deal with the sodas. Is this some magical property or is it, it turned out, it seemed like it was just a gimmick, but then there's the, why is he doing this? Why doesn't he just leave? He could leave, Mm -hmm. but is he just that much of a man of honor, even though he's antisocial and also doesn't seem to give one fucking fuck about these kids getting murked? Well, cause he's got to go drink a soda pop and then play fuck pinball. Yeah. Yeah kind of strange like i don't know how to feel i love this character but i don't know how i would feel about him personally that makes sense yeah exactly exactly um because his main focus is getting the job done at the end of the day because no matter what he if, if it's oil and grease he's cleaning up or blood and guts from the kids he cleans up amazingly well he's a very professional thorough <laughs> cleaner you know what i mean he gets the yeah. job done and you go well at least you're you know thorough I don't know if you're exactly moral, but you are thorough. <laughs> yeah, interesting character. Definitely. For sure, dude. So the, the sheriff arrives. Um, she kind of gets the janitor off guard, and he fucking ends up getting handcuffed. And she tries to sacrifice the janitor to Willie. And she is immediately cut down so we can have the final battle of the janitor versus Willie as he is handcuffed and he does all these fucking crazy moves while he's being handcuffed, takes him out, rips the head off of fucking Willie. They leave in the morning. They get to leave in the morning and Tex shows up. He just thinks that, oh, well, this guy's going to just be dead in there. And fucking his buddy, his buddy's name's like Jed. Yeah, Jed fucking is uh, doing Willie's in the parking lot. He's got a brand new Camaro. He's fucking showing it off and stuff. They think that the janitor's dead. Janitor comes out, cool as a cucumber, fucking sees Liv, gives her the the nod, and she just jumps into the car with fucking the janitor. I don't know. 
and they take off into the sunset running tito the turtle over in the meantime and we think that tex and fucking jeb are just gonna walk away but no sarah the siren fucking lights the whole thing on fire and it all explodes so we can have this cool shot of a blowing up building at the end of the film done credits roll nick cage didn't say jack shit in this entire film not a single word not a single word no Uh, there was one point there was one part where i thought he did and i rewound it i'm like i guess that's more of a noise than anything yeah he kind of does a couple of hmps with that information yeah most of them surround him either bludgeoning something or drinking a soda sure um, I think he went off with Live at the Air because I saw an a, 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 a like spirit here. They, the Aiken souls, yeah. Like, um, well, they, basically, they, Liv was a young him. Yeah, they had they yeah. had that moment at the beginning, and yeah. then also that lends the whole. So Nick Cage didn't leave anybody to die in this whole movie. There's nobody where he's like, "This motherfucker's helpless without me. I'm out." The only time he did that. After he fucking shared that moment with her where they looked at each other when they first come into contact. Yeah, 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 yeah. The only time he ever walked out of the room, his fucking alarm goes off and he goes, oh, well, it's my break time. I got to go get a soda pop. And he gives the fucking switchblade back to homegirl and breaks the fuck out because he knows she's fucking fine. She's going to make it out of that. She's like, you got this. I'm going to go drink soda fuck pop. I'm tired. So I don't think he was that cold-blooded even. I think that he, like you said, saw a kindred spirit, somebody just like him. And and then there's more symbolism in that later where he he, uh, gives her the soda that he opens in the car. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. fucking awesome welcome to my world shit. Kind of a, what do you call it? A baptism of sorts. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Take communion. The Church of Cage. Gotta love, gotta love the fucking lonely drifter. And by the way, I'm a fucking Nick Cage fan, unapologetically. So I like I, that. Yes, I like. So I, I. I think he's an interesting person as a regular ass person. He's out of his fucking mind. And B, yeah. he's made some fucking banging <laughs> movies. Leaving Las Vegas is in my top three movies of all time. All time. Oh, I'm not mad at th- that's interesting. I'm not mad at that. That's actually a character role for him as well. Yes, with uh, with an actual arc, yeah, and development. Yes, he did very well with that. I really like Wild at Heart. If you want to like batshit oh, cage, that's you know <laughs> apex batshit material right there. That shit's Reverend. great. And and my and one of my top three favorite musicians of all times did the fucking soundtrack. Fuck Tom Waits did that shit. Yes. Yeah, cool. Cool. So, like that. yeah, I'm well, cage on. films. Cage films. What do you rate? Pardon? What? So, uh, uh, Reverend Cage films. What are your top? What's your top? What? Are, what? What, uh, what do you rate? Uh, cage films. Yeah. Do you think this might be my new favorite Nicholas Cage film? Honestly. Okay. Whoa! 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 Yeah, dude. Yeah, I kind of like this one a lot, man. All right. I mean, dude, over bringing out the dead and like. Oh, bringing out the dead, nice. Yes. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, no. I'm telling you right now, bringing out the dead is in my top three Scorsese flicks. Nice. Like, okay. Interesting. I, I at this point in my life, I think it's smarter, and I think it's a better movie than Goodfellas is. Straight up and down. That's huge. Yeah. That's I'm not mad at it. 
That is a huge call, though, as you, it, as, you know, as you know. It's far deeper. It's far okay. deeper. It's it's more artistic. It's it's more. I think it's more New York than Goodfellas is. Straight yeah. up and down. It's grimy and it's real. Goodfellas is a cartoon. I love Goodfellas. Love, love, love Goodfellas. But it's a fucking cartoon and everybody fucking knows it. Is it is it fucking Scarface cartoon? No, it's not that level. It's not WWF level cartoon, but it's a fucking saying. cartoon. It's a caricature. Yeah, it's, uh, it's sure. definitely theatrical. It's definitely theatrical. Um, right. I'd have to watch Bringing Out the Dead uh, again to make such, to even have a, cast a real opinion on that, but it's very interesting. I also really like Cage's uh, New Orleans version of Bad Lieutenant as well. well. Oh, you and I got issues with that. <laughs> no, you didn't like that? You didn't I, like Herzog's well, I version? I didn't even, didn't even finish it. I was mad. Okay. I was Fair really enough. mad. All right. All right. Um, I, you know what? I'll tell you what. I'm going to go back. I'm going to sit down and watch the whole shit. I might have a different perspective. It's been years. It's been years. I'll take another look at it. Uh, and I'll do the same for bringing out the dead. Uh, yeah, please so. do. Um, I, rec- yeah, I, I highly recommend the book as well. Very, very okay. well written. Also, um, both of the roles that I mentioned. So there's, there's, um, there's uh, Leaving Las Vegas, which was a book previous, um, and Bringing Out the Dead, which was a book previous to the movie being made. Both roles of the titular character were based on the authors themselves mm-hmm. and were and drew a lot from their very real lives. And both of those authors were dead before the movies came out due to alcoholism. And both of those characters were raging alcoholics. Interesting. Has has Cage Cage had problems with the bottle? Do we know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, uh, okay. uh, I'm not like, I'm not Cody Mack level involved in Hollywood, but I know a lot (laughs) of people that work uh, in in the film industry, in, in, in even in theater and things like that. And Nick Cage, is a known fucking drunk. Yeah, he's heavy with it. Sure, okay, okay. Back yeah, when he still just... had all that, I'm buying Castle's money. He had a fucking, uh, I, had, I it was a friend of a friend that told me the story. Like, yeah, my buddy, da-da-da, who I knew of, but I don't know the man personally, was a on-call limo driver for Nick Cage. Because he would call okay. him at fucking three in the morning and be like, take me over to fucking... Tom Selleck's house or whoever, I don't know, whoever Nick's Cage's <laughs> fucking friends are. Take me to somebody with a mustache's house. They've got booze. And he'd go over there at four in the morning and start banging on the fucking door trying to get in. I'm pretty sure he's probably settled down a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But he definitely, he's definitely a lick for sure. Excellent, excellent. And um, one last question, because I'm not hit to his music, but I know Nicolas Cage's son is in a black metal band. Have we heard Nicolas Cage's son's band? I'm not hip to that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I know that. Ke- so. I know Kevin Bacon's kid is is in a, like a crust punk band. 
Okay. Okay. Cage's son is a black metaler and a fairly um, successful, not dark throne or fucking emperor successful, but a fairly successful black metal band. And Nicolas Cage is a fan of that type of music and his son's music, of course. We've seen him headbang and windmill correctly in many a movie. Yeah. Yeah, he's a metal dude. I wouldn't say he's a punk rock guy. I think in mentality he kind of is, but I think that he's he's definitely an underground fucking he's he's a metal guy for sure. Um, yeah. so mix for the healthy. The of, do we know yeah, the name I'll of the Suns band? I'll look it up while we're talking. Yeah. Oh, I thought you knew it offhand. Okay. No, no, that's what I was asking if you knew it. Yeah, I just know uh, his son. No, a, I haven't heard a, it either. Uh, but I, I'd be interested in finding out what it is. Um, oh, we might so, have to listen to that for Mim just to see what happens on Nova. Yeah, 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 um, absolutely. So, uh. After our fucking Jabba Royale extravaganza that we did last episode, I really wanted to go with some good characters here. So I'm not doing any of these teenage kids because they all suck. And I don't think the animatronics really count either because they're almost more main characters. So I'm going to put Tex McAdoo up against the tow truck driver, Jeb. Yes! Yes! Okay, you have gotten this. Thank you for that. That's exactly what I wanted. That's such a good fucking fight. Um, okay, I'm going to set this shit the fuck off. Let me fucking explain something to you. You fuckers are going to believe it right now. Tex McAdoo is pure pussy. Fuck that motherfucker. I don't think the fucking tow truck driver is a super tough guy either. I think the Tex McAdoo was a tough guy back in the day. I think that dude's punched a fair amount of bouncers in the fucking mouth for getting out of line with him because they said his hat's too big when he tried to walk through the saloon door. But that was back in fucking the 1970s. This yeah. motherfucker ain't punching nobody now. He's had goons do his work for so long, that motherfucker's gone soft. He's soft as new pussy. And this fucking tow truck, show truck driver... He's a pussy as far as being like, you know, standing up for himself. If the only the only fucking issue I have with what I'm saying right now is that this motherfucker, I think, answers to text a bit, but not totally. At the end of the day, I think text swings on your man and this dude fucking ruins his day. Also. That fu- I, I fucking hate that that dickhead... What is that in his fucking mouth? Is that a, a meat slam stick? Jump. It's a slam jam, yeah. That's fucking repugnant. Why isn't it a cigar <laughs> like a normal human being? That's fucking disgusting. I don't, I don't even want either one of them to win. I want both of them to land perfect shots on the tip of the jaw at the exact same time and knock each other out instantly. But... Tow truck driver's gonna win. That motherfucker works for a living. He still gets in fights with fucking bouncers when they're talking to the girl that he likes. This fucking Tex hasn't thrown a punch in 30 fucking years. Fuck out of here, Tex. All right. What do you got, Baron? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Tex is one of those good old boys who's just, you know, he basically beats up women and kids and isn't capable of uh, laying a finger on anyone else without being taken out pretty much instantaneously. 
Uh, the tow truck driver hangs out at dodge bars all the time and just gets in scuffles. He may not particularly be, you know, like professional about anything, but he can take a punch and throw a punch because he has thrown and taken many. So, yeah, it's definitely the uh, tow truck driver, tow truck driver. He ain't a small dude either. That's a big motherfucker, man. He's yeah, he's burly. He's burly. He's got to be. He has to be. At the very least, he's ten years younger than Tex. Probably more than. Oh yeah, he's he's taking up a lot of fucking real estate in the front of that fucking tow truck when he's sitting driving, man. He's a big boy, and I think it's unanimous, man. We're definitely going with the fucking tow truck driver on this. And also, let's keep in mind, Tex. Tex can't have the old man strength. The only way you have old man strength is if you fucking work or fight for a living. That's it. Right. That's it. If you're a fucking old oil baron type dickhead, which they're yeah. trying to make this motherfucker out to be, you don't have yeah. no old man strength. Fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay. All right. Well, then uh, let's rate this thing. All right. Uh, what do you guys got? Bit of violence. I've already done that, haven't we? So we have, that was unanimous, yeah. too. That was that unanimous, was, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking that, too. I was like, well, I guess we did the gimmicks because the coke oh, can no. is, like, the thing that didn't get done either. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's. I'll, I'll jump in here. Uh, the uh, product placement propaganda for this movie, Chevy paid them a shitload of money to feature that fucking Camaro. Probably the yeah. most out of all the companies. Number two, Cadillac absolutely paid money to be in this fucking movie with that fucking stupid fucking cow horn bullhorn fucking bullshit uh and mcdonald's i guarantee you mcdonald's paid money too huh. now they didn't show mcdonald's and here's my theory on this mm. if you remember the sheriff I, and i love that woman i cannot remember her name all of a sudden but i fucking love her She's amazing. She's that, she's, for like genre film fans of like yeah. newer genre yeah. film fans, yeah. they're always like, she, she's the new, that's that lady from that thing, but no one knows her fucking name. Yeah. Anyway, the fucking Thank female you. sheriff is running around and she goes, yeah, chewed him up like a McDonald's hamburger. It's so random to say brand the hamburger. It's really, that's bizarre. To say, Hamburger meat actually sounds better, rolls off the tongue better. That's an old adage, but he, she said, like she specifically name checks McDonald's. So my guess is McDonald's said we want a big ass sign in the movie, and somebody went, well, if we do that, it's going to ruin this small town aesthetic that we've got. This East Jesus nowhere part of the fucking world we're supposed to be in. So. What if we just make sure to mention the name? How many times? Uh, once? Cool. We'll give you 20 grand for that. Right. That's how well, you get the budget, man. That's how it's done. Sure. Anyway, those but are the three that. that I noticed. Was there any others? Not that I noticed. No, the Camaro's the big one. The, that, I get, that was probably a 2020 Camaro. It could have been a 2021. Wow. I guarantee you it was a 2021. I guarantee yes. you it was. They're there because if they're going to pay that much money, they're not going to put an older model. They're going to put shit that doesn't even isn't even on the floor yet. Yeah, you know? for sure. And I and I, I 100% think essentially Chevy and Nick Cage finance this fucking movie because even Nick Cage is a producer of this flick. Yeah, for yeah. sure. 
Uh, yeah, you know, he wanted to do this movie. That sheriff's name is uh, Beth Grant. She's in uh, No Country for Old Men. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. There you go. There you go. She's in Donnie Darko, too. She's in all yeah. types of shit. Mm-hmm. I just sure. doubt your commitment to Sparkle Motion. She's all right. <laughs> that okay. takes care of it, then. Let's rate this thing. All right. What do you got? Um, I'll start because I think it's the rating's going to get higher as we go, just to end on a positive note with you there, Reverend, if we may. I, uh, first of all, for the um, trivia, uh, Western Coppola Cage is Nicholas Cage's son. Uh, when this article came out, uh, whenever it was, he was 23 years old, so he's no older than 30 now. Uh, and his, uh, I'm not sure of the band name, but his debut record, which is probably out now, is called Prehistoric Dichotomy. He has slowly gotten his dad into metal. Uh, we're talking things like Amon Amath and Gojira. Tremendous. Uh, yep. Uh, Nicholas Cage has always enjoyed uh, Nine Inch Nails. Rob Zombie, which makes a hell of a lot of sense, as well as classical music, Beethoven, etc. But um, he's slowly going towards the more heavy stuff because of his son. And if you look up there, Sinanasti is a picture of Western Coppola Cage. The resemblance is uncanny. Yeah. So oh, no doubt. That's his kid for sure. Just like yeah, Kevin yeah. Bacon's kid. And what's it? Uh, What's the guy? He, oh, he died. And we did a movie with him, and his kid is super into Jedi mind tricks. Uh, Bill Paxton. Oh, Bill Paxton's kid. That looks exactly like him, and he's like a hip-hop head, too. Awesome. Awesome. Remember, awesome. awesome. You remember hearing that story, Baron? Fucking mm -hmm. how uh, Bill Paxton mm -hmm. became friends with Vinny Paz because his son was such a big fan? Um, I don't remember that story, but I've seen the interview where he shouts out uh, Jedi mind tricks on some live yeah. talk show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you know yeah. what? I'm yeah. sorry. That's what it was. I got two stories mixed up from two different people. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, that's yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Rest but no, Vinny, Vinny, yeah. Vinny has become friendly with Bill Paxton's son, especially since his passing. Oh, seriously? They, okay. Yeah, yeah, because of shit like that. He That's reached awesome. out to him and was like, hey, thanks, man. Because Bill Paxton was on the show, and they're like, yeah, whatever with the hip-hop thing. He's like, no, 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 no. Let me yeah, explain yeah. to you. Fucking JMT <laughs> fucking rules. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, the new and JMT are also bringing out a new album this month, The Funeral and the Raven. And the first single, single is amazing. It's out now on Spotify. That Check it out. Secondhand Smoke, that fucking song rules. Mm. How good is that? It's Stoop, so Stoop, on, good. Stoop on the Beats, yeah, Stoop on Deck. And yeah, Stoop is yep. one of my favorite producers of all time, definitely. Um, yeah, and just quickly, Nicolas Cage is Cooper's son, Francis Ford's, yeah? Yes, that's correct. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola's son, yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you changed go. his name. Changed his name to Nick Cage after... Fast Times at Ridgemont High, so that he could make it on its own, on his own without his father's name uh, or okay. uncle. It's his uncle. I apologize. It's his uncle. Okay, there yeah, we go. There he we go. wanted to make it on his own without that name, um, and he took his name from Luke Cage, one of my favorite superheroes from the Marvel universe. No shit, I didn't know that. Yep. Fantastic, fantastic. That's great to know. That's great to know. All right, trivia over. Rating. Uh, I give it a five. I mean, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was entertaining enough. Um, it's not something that blew me away. It's not something that I would watch again, but it's definitely fun, you know, and if you like 
uh, fun, ultra-violent Nicolas Cage movies. This is definitely one to check out. Uh, and I liken it too. Um, now, just to clarify, I believe there's a there's different names for these. We call them hundreds of thousands. They're also called <laughs> Sprinkles and Jimmy. <laughs> shout, shout out, Carl. Yeah, well, now, Carl. <laughs> this has been force-fed, hundreds, thousands, Jimmy's or Sprinkles, whatever you want to call them, and then vomiting it everywhere and going, oh, that's, and looking at it and going, well, that's quite something. Yeah. Fuck, that, <laughs> that's really good. That's really good. I don't like Thanks. I don't like the the ailment I came up with anymore. <laughs> um, uh, Reverend, do you want me to go? Or you want to go, Bubba? No, you go, man. I'll, I'll finish this off. Okay. Um, you know what? I I, I for legit a half a second I was offended by the five five out of ten rating, and then I realized nope, that's totally fair. Uh, mine is slightly higher than that. Um, I, I really like this and this is rewatchable to move to me, but I don't need substance for something to be rewatchable necessarily. So if you're looking for substance, you're fucking dumbed up. Um, I am going, I am legit because of that. I am going to compare this before I even give my number. I'm going to compare this to down syndrome. This is. <laughs> this movie is really fucking fun it's really fun but uh, it doesn't have a ton of depth and anybody looking for it is out of line doing that thought i was yeah, getting sure. really offensive didn't sure. you reverend <laughs> no borderline for both of us there <laughs> the <old> so, uh, <laughs> uh, so i am gonna rate this Oh man, I I'm gonna be honest. There are times where I get a little I get a little real excited once I start remembering things and you guys point things out about movies and I really I start to appreciate it even more as we do this. I'm gonna actually scale my back slightly and I'm gonna go 6.6. 6.6. 6. 6. I was gonna go seven. I was gonna go seven, but there are a number of plot holes that still do bother me not even plot holes but just things that weren't filled in story-wise i'm like you made a big show of certain things and then never explained it and that actually does bother me quite a bit and i'm going 6.6 instead of 6.5 for obvious fucking reasons um so yeah 6.6 solid and down syndrome all day for this fucking movie Right on, man. Well, I, I got to say that I'm going with a straight six, just straight six, because, uh, you know, this has everything that a good sequel has without any, like, backstory. You know, this is a good, it's a good sequel to Friday the 13th. It's a good fucking... <laughs> sequel to nightmare on elm street or an okay sequel to one of the halloween films it's not it's not halloween three it's not dream child and it's not fucking final friday but it's one of the decent sequels 
So I'm going with a six, man. And as far as elements, I think that this thing is just a straight up fucking knocked out tooth. It's just, it, it's fun one time. You, you're going to revisit it and you're going to have just as much fun. And you're always going to know that that tooth is gone, but you're going to keep on living. So <laughs> that was tremendous, by the way. But um, the false, what was I going to say? Um, so you're, Never mind. I, I'm sorry. I lost my fucking point. Something happened <laughs> behind me. I have children running around and something happened and I lost what I'm fucking talking about. Um, anyway, I love this fucking movie. I appreciate you fucking letting me know about it. I'd seen something about it, but just it was off my radar. All right. Yeah, no, I'm always happy to talk about Nick Cage. Certainly what he's doing at the moment. I'd like to touch on uh, even more contemporary Nick Cage uh, movies as well on our fine little pod here, definitely. Um, well, yeah. oh, that reminds me. Who's announcing their movie? Is it me? I go next. Thank you. No, 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 it's myself. And uh, we're leaving America. We are going to Norway for Troll Hunter, 2010 Troll Hunter. Yes, yeah, this one's, yeah. It's, this you one's know, unique as well, yeah. I, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to save this. Maybe what, someone else is going to jump on it, but I was actually going to do another very modern Nick Cage movie for my next pick. Um, okay, well, I've decided to shelve that until later because you know how they sure. do with movies. They do the gimmick where they're like, oh, it's on Hulu right now, and then six months later it's on Netflix, and then two months later it's on HBO Max. And then it's on Apple TV and then it's on stars and mm -hmm. every one of those, it's like, yeah, you can either watch it with a subscription or you can pay $15 to buy it. And, um, this particular yeah. movie I really like, I'm going to sit on it for a while. I doubt anyone's going to pick it. I'll get to it eventually, okay. but I'm excited Let about my next pick too. <laughs> yeah, let us know at the end of the next episode. And that's a good point that we should uh, highlight for our listeners there, Reverend. How can people watch Willy's Wonderland? Uh, it's on Hulu right now. So It is on Hulu, yeah. That's yeah, where it's I on Hulu it. right now. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, it, yes, it, that's where I watched it, it as well. Is that the same in Australia? You have the uh, same streaming? No, um, I don't. Um, let, I'm not sure... Give me one moment. How I watched it is I have access to Hulu. Uh, shout out, Joel Shogun. Thank you for that. Again, Australia VPN can solve all of your streaming worries or your geo-blocked fuck-off Rupert Murdoch worries. Get a VPN. It's a way to get around all of that. But if you don't have that, I know money can be a bitch as well. I'm just bringing it up right now. Yeah, no trouble, no trouble. Uh, you could also watch it on um, Amazon as well, Prime. Yeah. Oh, really? Maybe I didn't look there, but yeah, you're probably right. It's there probably you go. And if that's not Prime there, Australia, have a look on Amazon itself as well. It's a whole different thing down here. There's two different things. There's Amazon Prime and Prime Video down here. So sure. go to Amazon Prime, not Prime Video, and get an account and do that. But VPN, Hulu, easiest way to do it. There you go. And it's the, nice. it's, the same, it's the same over here too. We have both. We have both over Okay, sure. Yeah. Okay, good to know. That good fucking that fucking Bezos is trying to scrape every goddamn penny he can and take it to the fucking moon with him. A cocksucker. Yeah, anyway. These real these real life Batman villains, they gotta go. But anyway, right. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everyone for uh tuning in and uh until next time, motherfuckers.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details.